my apologies. I am sure you can tell that the audio quality for this episode is pretty terrible. That's because my microphone has broken. So I'm going to run through this week's episode and probably might be on a hiatus for the next week as I get myself a new microphone. Uh, this is 15 Minutes of Fascism, a savvy topical podcast covering the global rise of the radical right. I'm Dr. Craig Johnson. Let's get into it since we're going pretty speedy this week. This week is the conclusion of the trial of David DePape, the man who tried to kidnap and torture Nancy Pelosi, former Speaker of the House, but instead hit her husband on the head with a hammer in their home. He has testified legally that he got his motivations from Gamergate and from online right-wing influencers. Continuing on with news in the United States, Donald Trump's Georgia trial is expected to take until 2025, meaning that it probably won't be enough to disqualify him. The New York City civil fraud case continues for Donald Trump as his children go back and forth on the stand. His lawyers there have been making some pretty comical mistakes, so that trial might conclude with a serious problem for him. Argentine elections are this weekend, and they could be pretty close. It's pretty hard to tell since there's not really unbiased reporting in Argentina. The establishment is pretty split. Some of them go for Javier Millet to side against the Peronists and others are siding with Massa since he is a more known quantity. If you are a voter in Argentina, please vote for Massa instead of Milay, even if you have to do so with a held nose. Massa is, at the very least, in favor of abortion rights, which Milay is not. Throughout the world, there have been continued anti-Semitic attacks in the wake of Israel's war in Gaza and against Hamas. For example, there were three cases of guns being fired at Jewish schools in Canada alone this week. Meanwhile, in Israel, Israel continues to arrest and harass and um, attack dissidents to their war. This includes journalists and other people who work for uh, political pressure organizations. Tucker Carlson, the U.S. right-wing talking head, is in Madrid as Spanish conservatives complain of what they call a coup carried out by the Socialist Party to remain in power. What they really mean is that Spain is on the verge of having a new government, which will be secured with the help of the Catalan and Basque nationalist parties after the acting socialist prime minister, who wants to be the official prime minister, granted them an amnesty. Elsewhere in Europe, Viktor Orban continues his war on what he calls foreign influence in Hungary. A new law could target civilian organizations and NGOs in Hungary, which the government accuses of being in the hands of Washington, D.C. or the EU. And finally, a report says that the military government of Myanmar is responsible for rape and torture of civilians, uh, all of which constitute war crimes. This is in the wake of their coup that conquered uh, the government of Myanmar earlier a couple of years ago. Finally, I'm going to close out this episode like I do every week with See You in Hell, a segment celebrating the deaths of prominent right-wing figures in history. Again, this is a pretty short one. We're talking about Gerald Burton Winrod an anti-Semitic nationalist priest and would-be politician in the United States. He was born in 1900 in Missouri and moved to Kansas with his family as a kid. In 1925, he founded an organization called the Defenders of the Christian Faith, a right-wing Christian nationalist militant organization. He used this organization to publish several anti-Semitic or like documents, including the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, an anti-Semitic piece of propaganda that emerged in Russia in the 1920s. He published a book defending a bunch of like right-wing crap. He thought that FDR was in league with Satan and Jewish people. He's a classic blood libel anti-Semite. In the 1930s, though, this meant that there were actual 
many other actual anti-Semitic people organized and operating openly, including actual Nazis. He, reprint, he reprinted some of their materials in his magazine, which he called The Defender. He ran for the Republican primary in Kansas for the Senate and got 21% in 1938. That's an open anti-Semite who said that the president was in league with Satan, got 21%. During World War II, he was an isolationist, like most U.S. fascists, and was eventually indicted by the federal government in 1942 for sedition and conspiracy. He went to trial, but the judge died during the trial, uh, so the trial stopped. Uh, he then died this week in history, November 11th, 1957, of pneumonia. Incidentally, one of his sons continued on his legacy of right-wing Christian propagandizing. He is a fascist priest with Christian identity. Right, Like I said, this is a quick 15 minutes of fascism, so more like five minutes, because my microphone has died. I might not get episodes out next week. I might, or they might sound like this. Uh, just be prepared. All right, thanks very much, and I will talk to you next week.